This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck. Not sorry, too tall, Stuck Thompson. With me, as always, the the live group's favorite person in the world, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Congratulations on being number one. How does it feel from the top of your podium? Uh, It feels as good as it always has Charlie, it's Good. the same as it's always been. Always number one. If you ain't first, you're last. Look, nothing wrong with silver. Yeah, well, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what it is. You might as well be last, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, this is Good Morning Liberty, where we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. What's up? What are you doing? You get the better camera. You get the better um, microphone. Well, just tightened down. Have you tightened it down so first, it doesn't wiggle? Uh, See how loose that is right there? I just figured. Yeah, you got too much wiggle room going on. All right, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit everything. of meeting every day of the week when we want to. Charlie has decided to do another Amazon gift card giveaway at some point in the episode. And oh, if you win, some other people have joined. If you win and you are not listening, then it goes to someone else. All right. If your mm-hmm. name is not there when we get, when live. We get on you the Discord live. live, you got to be here live. Everyone listening right now, it's too late. But you know what? We did this last week or the week before. And if uh, that didn't entice you to come into the group, then I don't know what will. Maybe this will, since it's twice as much as what we did a couple weeks ago. Anyway. First story, because Charlie has a hard stop coming up. We got a few stories in here, okay? Well, go ahead and sell it for the folks, though, if you want to listen live. Oh, yeah, you could. That's right, because you know what? This could happen again. I'm not saying it's the last time we're ever going to do this, okay? This could happen again. So you want to go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com and sign up. Then you get access to the Discord. You can watch us live every day of the week. Last week, someone won a $100 gift card. Congratulations to Trickle D Daisy. Good job. Good job. Uh, this week, I just randomly decided to double it. So this is you, a $200 Amazon gift card giveaway. He wanted to upstage me on the 100 bucks I gave I away. I would never do such and, a thing. And that is what you're doing. I, I would I know never that, But that's okay. That. You know, that's okay. You make more, so you deserve to have to pay more out to people, okay? That one, is your cross the bear. One up, Chuck. <laughs> one up, Chuck. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about a few things today. Good morning, good morning Liberty Dollar. We'll be mentioning Trump's new social media company. Yeah, that's a thing. 
All right. We'll be talking about, I know that we talked about the Dave Chappelle thing, but they did have to walk out yesterday and I got some quotes from that. And we just need to talk a little bit more about whether or not it's okay to joke about stuff. I don't feel like we should have to do that, but we're going to have to maybe have a deep dive conversation on that. Uh, But first, this just in, I saw Ram Paul tweeting about this really quickly here from the New York Post. The NIH has admitted that the U.S. funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You do not know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. And so the the NIH has now admitted the funding. Do you think anyone who said that Fauci destroyed Rand Paul... Like all those videos, like when you searched it up, it was it was all about how Fauci eviscerated mm-hmm. Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think they're going to come back and be like, "Hey, we made an error"? No, on that. No, because no. they did. It does seem as though Fauci is going to have some plausible de- deniability on this. They have found someone else to blame. Mm. When it comes to this whole funding thing, the NIH has now admitted the funding gain of function research on bat coronaviruses at China's Wuhan lab, despite Fauci's repeatedly insisting to Congress that no such thing happened. In a letter to Kentucky Republican Representative James Comer on Wednesday, top NIH official blamed EcoHealth Alliance, the New York City based nonprofit that has funneled U.S. funds to the Wuhan lab for not being transparent about the work that it was doing. Of course. Yeah, so the NIH says, well, technically we did, but it's this person's fault for not being transparent about what they were doing. We gave the money to Echo Health, and they're the ones Mm -hmm. who transferred it over. We had no idea they were going to do such a thing. NIH's principal deputy director, Lawrence Tobik, wrote in a letter that EcoHealth's limited experiment tested if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulated in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. Tabak, Turns out it's capable it is. Of, of binding to human ACE2 receptors in humans. It that's seems like it, it might be. That's what it turns out to be. Uh, Tabak, who did not use the term gain of function in his letter but alluded to it, said EcoHealth, which is run by British scientist Peter Daszak, failed to comply with the terms of the grant, which required them to report immediately a one-log increase in growth. They were supposed to, and they did not, and this is all EcoHealth's fault, of course. Quote, EcoHealth... It's like, like, imagine if I, you know, paid you Mm -hmm. to murder someone. (laughs) Like, well, I didn't didn't do it. I didn't know Nate was going to go... I mean, that is is illegal for you to do that. that. I didn't know he was going to go do that. But since they didn't tell them, apparently, to do gain-of-function research, well, I think they did, um, they were just supposed to let them know when they had that that, uh, one-log increase in growth. you got to let us know so we can do a better job at denying all this and hiding it. Yeah, we can hide it better. EcoHealth failed to report this finding right away, as was required by the terms of the grant. EcoHealth is being notified that they have five days from today to submit to NIH any and all unpublished data from the experiments and work conducted under this award. Hang on. Get, just indulge me for a second. Okay. How did, the, how did NIH not know that it was happening if Echo Health failed to report a finding right away as required by the terms of the grant? So how do they have terms of the grant for Echo Health to transparently let them know what was going on? Wouldn't that make sense that you would that you knew was happening if you were expecting a report from this particular test? Well, now they're coming in and saying that since they found out 
that this did happen through through uh, EcoHealth, that EcoHealth was supposed to let them know, but they didn't. But they're saying they didn't know at the time. And so that, uh, th- like I said, they've separated themselves by one payer here. So they're going to take the responsibility off of themselves. And thus, more than likely, Dr. Fauci as well, uh, for literally saying in Congress that it didn't happen and telling Rand Paul that he had no idea what he was talking about. And uh, they'll probably be able to get away just fine with the problem was EcoHealth. It's not the fact that the government takes money and then gives it to random people. And then those people take it and they do experiments in other countries or anything. That's not the overall problem. The problem is that the one of the parties in the transaction wasn't responsible. And if we can just have completely responsible angels doing everything, then we'll solve the problem. Yeah, that's a uh, that's what it will be. You know, eight hundred thousand Americans dead. No big deal. Well, they did say we have to put the uh, caveat in here that this what they found, what EcoHealth EcoHealth did was was not the current coronavirus strain that we have. Right? He insisted Couldn't the be. he insisted the bat coronavirus is studied under the NIH grant could not have become COVID nineteen because the sequences of the viruses are genetically very distant. I think they said they only shared about ninety seven percent of the same genome sequence. <laughs> That's what I saw, literally. So that's anyway. Nothing like it. No, nothing like it. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. That 97% number, that shows up quite a bit. Mm, that's you know? weird. Huh. Yeah. 97% of scientists. <laughs> that's true. You know? So if you think about that, I mean, climate change isn't even close. Not even close. Not even close <laughs> to the same consensus that this would be. Oh, so. I'm not saying that we know it was the the same coronavirus the, that they created or that they were studying. But the question is, the question wasn't posed to Fauci. Did our funding create this specific COVID-19 or, or SARS-CoV-2? The question was, are we funding gain-of-function research? That's Yeah, that's what Rand Paul asked. And so right. the answer is yes to that so, question. Turns out. Yeah. Oh, how the turntable. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead with the Trump news. Oh, yeah. It's up we got to get on. Now. We got to get on that. That's a. You're up. I don't know if you guys remember uh, a president. His name was Donald Trump. He was the 45th president. Heard of him? Yep. Um, he was kicked off of all the social media companies. He's the one that was here when he was president when the pandemic started. Mm. If you remember. Oh. That. Oh, yeah, that, that guy. That, that guy. guy. I got you. Okay. The one who killed yeah. so many people. Well, that's yeah, all his fault. Yeah. yeah. So he has announced this came out today all over the news, which is, you know, it's he's done such a good job of getting publicity regardless of whether he's hated or not. As it's, he always has. It's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. So uh, from the New York Post, Trump announces media company, social media platform coming next month. Now, it was expected in February, but I think they, they've ramped this up. So former President uh, Donald Trump announced Wednesday, you know, most people, they don't even refer to as former. Mm-hmm. Like when they talk about President Obama, they say President Obama. They, yeah. They kind of dropped a former because no matter what, he, he's always president now. Even if you are impeached twice. So he announced Wednesday. That's uh, yesterday. But really all the, the stories, uh, the stories broke this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that he is launching a new media company complete with social media platform that will begin rolling out in November. 
Trump Media and Technology Group, the TMTG, said in a statement that its mission was to create a rival to the liberal media consortium and fight back against the big tech companies of Silicon Valley, which have used their unilateral power to silence opposing voices in America. This, by the way, folks, is the solution. It, it is. To if, the problem that we've talked about. If you're mad, just, you like, just create your own. Exactly. Just like everyone else that's upset. I mean, we just got demonetized on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That happened and like very upset about that. But uh, it's not the government's job to make laws that Facebook has to show our videos or our podcast or pictures or anything else. They don't even have to let us make an account. You know, the 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 solution to this problem is competition. The more competition that we can have now, I don't know if they set this up on AWS or if they have their own data. That's a, like center. how long do you think this is I, actually going to be out there? I don't know. But because uh, I did the pre-order thing or whatever on on Apple today, yeah, we'll make an account on there. You'd be one of the first adopters of a new platform that could really be that can really be helpful. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll make an account on there. Um, but the, how long do you think Apple and Google will allow the well, platform to stay? So he's but he's created a media and technology group, mm-hmm. meaning he can come up with all of his own things. Yeah, like you can have phones. And he can create his own networks. I don't know if he's going to go all the way to the phones thing. Well, but if you need someone, if you needed someone to create a competing platform, I, I think having a billionaire behind it's a pretty good idea. That's yeah, pretty good. Pretty so, good. Mm-hmm. you know, they also said Elon Musk can't go to Mars. So we'll see if he changes that. Trump, Elon Musk, same thing. I'm not saying they're the same. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. But what I'm saying is, is that the, the possibilities could be endless. Um, it'll take a lot of work. It's not like it's not going to take work because uh, the the technology has been set up over a long period of time. But there are people out there, at least half of America, right, that that voted for Donald Trump, that agree with him, uh, who are frustrated at big tech. Uh, I'm frustrated at big tech. I, I don't think what they're doing is illegal, but I'm I'm frustrated that we keep getting flagged for all kinds of stuff that you can't just talk about anything. Mm-hmm. So I for sure am going to be, we are for sure going to be on this and we're going to, to go to any competing platform that we possibly can so that a different voice can be heard. And we're not flagged just because we said the word vaccine imagine, or because we said ivermectin imagine, or because we said whatever the fed, the fed. I hope that's not a I hope that's not a trigger word on any of the algorithms because that that could be the problem. But I was going to say, imagine the disappointment when last. Okay, so so far it's October twenty first. So far in October on Facebook, we've made enough money for me to make a living off of just off of Facebook videos. If we were if we were doing that so far in October, and actually this is as of like five or six days ago, that literally it, that paid your salary. Literally paid, pay enough for me to only make Facebook videos. And then all of a sudden we get a message saying that we've been demonetized. And so imagine just like a, a week ago, I'm like, yeah, got this thing figured out, man. I'm just going to sit here doing videos all the time. Now I'm still going to do that. And we're just going to break through on other platforms. But um, that, you know, that there's some disappointment behind that. Do I want the government to come in and fix it for me? No, no, I don't. Not at all. Even though they, for a second there, I was like, hey, this is a livelihood right here. This is going to work. Mm-hmm. I was right. Wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kidding. 
she's a she's never said anything like that. But I, you know, that's just how. I don't know. That's uh, well, that is disappointing. And we thought, but we don't want the government to do anything about it. And we thought, you know, we spend we do spend a lot of money um, doing advertisements and spreading the message and going to these different places and a lot of that. I mean, our show. We do make money from advertisement and we make money from, from uh, uh, you know, the people in the live group and all that kind of stuff. But when you talk about what's our net profit, well, it's nothing because we turn around and we spend all that money back into other places. And because what we want to do is grow um, the, the, the company or whatever you want to call it, the, the media that we're doing. Because it's an we, evil corporation. We want more people involved in the liberty movement. Um, but, and so when you get something that where you could actually maybe turn a profit for a month and then find more things, we were already talking about what else could we do? Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we might advertise on another podcast or whatever. Um, then all of a sudden that gets shut down and then you're like, okay, well that just makes everything harder to grow. doesn't mean we're going to give up. Um, I am committed to the show Bizzle. All right. I'm talking to one of the, one of the live group members, Joe look. uh, And so when you have things like this, when you can create competition in a free market, a relatively free market, okay, then this is the actual solution to the problem because Nate and I aren't going to give up. We're going to continue to grow this thing um, and be successful. And hopefully it's something that we can do every single day for the rest of our lives. That's what we want to do. Now, ironically, you need to go to where it says from HuffPo and read that part of it for Trump's thing. Okay, so let me keep going. Um, well, he says, we live in a world, Trump said in a statement, we live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, yet your favorite American president has been silenced. <laughs> this is unacceptable. I am excited to send out my first Truth on Truth social very soon. So from the Huffington Post, the rules... For truthsocial.com are already online, and there's an ironic flaw built in. The website, founded with a mission to give a voice to all, forbids anyone from criticizing the site or those behind it, presumably including the former president. <laughs> now, look, I'll say the same thing I've said about Facebook and all that. It's their company. Yeah. They're going to have different rules and things that we may not agree with, right? The terms of service include an agreement not to disparage, tarnish, or otherwise harm, in our opinion, us and or the site. It also bans excessive use of capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> it bans excessive use of capital letters. It's not real socialism. All right. Oh. They are also allowed to cancel your account for any reason at their discretion. Again, the, which is ironic that that uh, you know people on the left are bringing this up because all the big tech companies do that. Well, Facebook can cancel your account for any reason. So can Instagram. So can any of them. So it's, it's, it's just like when we talk about private property rights, that's an extension of your business. Just like I can require you to take a vaccine to work at my place of business. I can require you to wear shoes and a shirt. I can require, I can tell you that you're allowed in here anytime you want. And then I can change the rules and say, you're never allowed. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's an extension. A business uh, is an extension of private property rights. That's why we talk about it from that angle. And so sure, there's going to be, there's always going to be some things that you disagree with out there. The answer to that is going to be uh, create your own. Yeah. And the, Maybe we have truthliberty.com or something. What they, were, what they were saying is the ironic part is uh, Trump being, you know, really upset about being banned from the other social media companies. And of course, in this one, which they should be able to, uh, if they want to, even if you just um, criticize the site or the people behind it, 
uh, or any other reason, they can they can just remove your account. So it's still he's coming in with this coming in with the same uh, the the same kind of rules that you could end up having, or the same restrictions, or or uh, whatever the rules are laid out. That if they want to, if they don't like what you're saying, they can they can take it off there. Yeah, which is fine. I know why they're doing that. Yeah, because you're gonna have a bunch of trolls from yeah from yeah the the other let's say the left or uh, Trump haters, so to speak, are going to come in and just try to you know bombard the site with a bunch of mm-hmm. things that are negative about the site or the, the company itself or whatever. And that's what they're doing that for. They're just saying, hey, like if you come in and do that, we're just going to remove you. So yeah, good luck. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. Hey, I don't think Trump's a super principled person, okay? And so it's not really surprising that he might make a site where you can't talk bad about him. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not that's not really surprising. People who are in power have been like that uh, forever. So, okay, on to the once again, you know, they had the Netflix walkout yesterday. And um, How many? It, it was uh, like, uh, I think there were like 100 people at the rally and I think 30 workers participated in the Netflix walkout. So... <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't exactly, it didn't even have the capability of turning into a riot. So like, what kind of protest is that? That's basically mm-hmm. worthless. Um, anyway, from AP News, Netflix employees who walked out Wednesday in protest of Chappelle's special and its anti-transgender comments were joined by allies who chanted trans lives matter, getting pushback from counter-protesters who also showed up. Now, I'll just say this real quick. I think trans lives matter. I agree. They Is do. there anything about Chappelle's special that says the trans lives don't matter? From what I've seen, no. Which is the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing. I don't know if people have watched it or not. If you haven't, you need to go watch it. I I couldn't pick out one thing Yeah, where he actually said that their life doesn't matter. In fact, just the opposite. Mm, yeah. Is when their That's life true. actually matters. Yeah. And, and you know, when... Um, I, this might ruin it for some. It's been out for a couple of weeks, and Joe said this the other day. It's been out for a couple of weeks, so if if this is a spoiler, spoiler alert, pause or skip forward in the podcast because um, he actually talks. And I won't give the whole thing away, but he actually talks about one particular person uh, where the own the, the trans community itself killed her, so to speak. Yeah. So it's he actually. When it comes to the actual life, it matters. And for so for them to say, for them to walk for the walkout to be in essence that Dave Chappelle is some kind of trans hater or trans transphobic is just utterly ridiculous coming from that special. Yeah. Now I don't know what he said outside of the special. Maybe he said a bunch of crazy things. But when it comes to the actual special, like let's talk about the special that he recorded and that Netflix produced and and aired. Nothing about that whatsoever is hating on trans people. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm only assuming that most of the people haven't actually seen it. I'm going to assume that from the start. Mm-hmm. And if they did watch it, they weren't actually paying attention to what he was saying because they they went into it too upset with preconceived notions, and they didn't actually listen to what the message was behind the in whole. In fact, special. he said in the special that. His problem is not with trans people. His problem isn't with gay people. His problem isn't with anyone else, except his problem has always been with white people. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. explicitly says 
His problem is not anyone else. It's just white people. Yeah. So, and I thought that was funny. Hey, um, I'm not offended or triggered or anything else like that. He's still one of my favorite comedians. So a few of the stories here, we'll get into a little bit more of this. Joey Soloway, creator of the groundbreaking Emmy-winning comedy Transparent, was among the speakers at the rally. Chappelle's decision to share, quote, his outrage as comedic humiliation in front of thousands of people and then broadcasting it to hundreds of millions of people is infinitely amplified gender violence. New terms. Yeah, gender gender violence and now what <laughs> he's just practicing iagv now you what you have to realize about the um about the world that we live in is that w- words are violence and silence is violence and essentially anything that doesn't conform to a specific group set of beliefs is violence violence and then once you make it violence you can create a justification for silencing that violence because uh, you, I mean, you don't want people to yell fire in a crowded theater, so you can create some kind of justification for why someone is a murderer, essentially, and tie him to the trans people that have been murdered over the last year, which I, I need to see some details on the statistics on, because they'll say, well, 22 uh, trans people were murdered over the last year, this trans violence. What I do need to know is how many of those were like, because they were trans people or how many of them were people getting murdered, which happens like constantly all mm-hmm. year. So can you look at a, can you look at a population where a bunch of murders occurred and then say this many of the people were trans and therefore that was all transphobia and that's why those people were murdered or was it because of a lot of other stuff? You have no idea, but because they were drunk, I need to, it could have been anything. Statistically, yeah. that's your highest chance of being murdered. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying I haven't seen the numbers on it, so I I, um, I don't really know. Um, it continued saying, I want trans representation on the Netflix board this blanking week. Okay, that's what they want. They want so that, trans representation on the Netflix board. Well, why don't you just identify as being on the Netflix board? Okay, <laughs> sorry, that was just a random thing. I don't even really... That was transphobic. I don't care. That, that was, was transphobic. Okay. It was a joke. <laughs> Do you guys get that? Why don't it you was identify a as a corporate board? Yeah, just go <laughs> ahead. I freaking identify as Netflix CEO right now. Mm-hmm. Boom. Did it. Jokes, people. Yeah. They're jokes. Okay. You're, you've offended a lot of people now. I am going to get canceled. That's been our whole thing on this show is to try and get canceled. And I guess, you know, Facebook's We're canceled. There. We're getting to canceled. <laughs> We're getting you know. There. We, uh, we, in the, in the last month, our page had reached 4.5 million people and that was down 80% from the previous month. So the reach had gotten up there pretty good and Netflix noticed, not Netflix, Facebook noticed. Ashley Marie Preston said it was important to shift the focus to the people that signed the checks because Dave Chappelle doesn't sign checks. Netflix does. Hang on. Yeah. Does Does Dave Chappelle bring in any money? Yeah, that's the, Just, thank you. That's the obvious <laughs> problem with that statement. God. Like, they don't, they don't just like, oh, I think we'll pay Dave Chappelle to say these things on our platform. And yeah. if they didn't do that, then the things would never be said or anything like that. Like, no, Dave Chappelle signs the freaking checks, okay? They're making, they're making money well, off he, of it. Dave Chappelle is what makes the check valuable. <laughs> yeah. Because, why. because I could sign you a check all day long mm-hmm. or anybody can really. 
It just matters what's behind that check. What does that check give you access to? And that's what you have to have. Continued, if we have companies like Netflix who aren't listening to their employees, who are forcing their employees to participate in their own oppression, that's unacceptable. Then quit. And also, where's the oppression coming from? Where's the oppression? But if that's how they feel, then quit. Yeah, just don't Netflix work isn't forcing you to work at their company. Mm-hmm. Find somewhere else. Amazon has a streaming service. Go work there. Disney has a streaming service. Go work at... YouTube has a streaming service. Go work at Truth Social. Truth Social will probably have a streaming service. <laughs> they are making a streaming service. So, yeah. It's in there, too. There's all kinds of places to go now. A student from L.A. Who or start your own. Trans streaming, streaming service, trans only. A student from L.A. who doesn't work at Netflix but said she wanted to back the walkout said that while the streaming service offers positive fare for the LGBTQ community, now she didn't say all the letters, which means she is a whatever-phobe also. Exactly. Um, offers positive fare for the LGBTQ community. It's having it both ways by also offering a show like Chappelle's that includes disparaging comments about trans women. If Netflix wants to be an apolitical platform, then they should be that. Hold on, let me find, let me find the apolitical part here. Um, if they want to be apolitical, then they can only offer one viewpoint and one ideology. But allowing multiple ideologies at the same time, that is being political. I actually don't, I don't think she's saying that. Well, she goes on to say... Because she's saying, but they're saying things like Black Lives Matter and we don't stand for transphobia, along with adding transphobic content. Yeah. And so if they want to be apolitical and offer all of it, then they should just be that. Yeah. But you can't come, she's saying you can't come out and be in support of Black Lives Matter and trans people and then also be apolitical. Yeah. You have to choose one. So she which is she want them to be political? She yeah. A political company. I think so. What which I which I find absurd. Um First because off, again there's nothing transphobic in that special whatsoever. Unless you just take jokes, like like if you don't understand jokes, like what she said. She said, I like funny jokes and transphobia is not a joke. Okay, then you won't like then it. Then you don't like funny jokes. <laughs> okay. Don't lie. Yeah. You don't like funny jokes. You like jokes that you think are funny. Right. Some people think other jokes are funny, by the way. We listen to comedy that is difficult for us to even repeat right now on the podcast. There yeah. are terrible jokes out there. Let me tell you what, way worse than anything that Chappelle has said. Okay. I showed one of my favorite meme jokes to the group that came to Nashville. For our <laughs> episode. And to me, that's absolutely hysterical. I can't repeat it on air. I didn't understand why it would be funny at first, but you have to see it. You have to, to see believe it. that it's funny. And every time you see one, you're just yeah. like, oh my God, I can't believe somebody created that. There's a joke. And that's and what makes it funny. Listen, earmuff your children right now. Okay. Hold hold this out. There's a one of my, I'll say it, whatever. Screw it. One of my favorite jokes from Norm Macdonald is a joke about how he would be so much better at kidnapping and doing terrible things to and murdering a woman. Like how he would, here's how to do it the right way. Yeah. And it's like a 15 minute long joke. And it's not the content that's funny. That's the thing that people need to understand. Like, I appreciate people's ability 
to deliver a story or to de- to deliver a joke. Like a, I'll laugh at the way that like the thing that's funny about Norm Macdonald is the way that he tells his jokes. You guys think it's funny that a moth goes into a podiatrist's office and he went in there because the light was on? It's a dad joke. <laughs> right. The funny part of the joke is the way that he said it. Yes. And that's the same thing with all kinds drug of other it jokes. On for yeah. Long time. Yeah. Like five, six minutes on on Conan or longer. Just one single joke. Yeah. The funny part is him telling the joke, not the actual joke itself. And there's other, I mean, oh, we listen to stuff way worse than that, but it's not. And the, apparently he died a deeply <clears throat> closeted gay man. <laughs> that is a, you look up um, Norm MacDonald, uh, real battle axe or whatever. Look up that from Conan. That whole thing is is uh, hilarious. But like, like I said, a lot of these times, it's not the actual content. Like, you don't think it's funny that like, someone died. I'm going to be a joke about someone dying. That's not funny. It's not funny that people died. The fact that you're making a joke about it is the funny part. Yeah. Or as Anthony Justnick would say, like, there isn't anything funny about the Boston Marathon or a theater shooting. That's where I come in, <laughs> is to make it funny. My wife told me last night that her dad has been real quiet lately about all the stuff that's going on. <laughs> and what makes that so funny is her dad's dead. And he's been dead for like eight years. And so, of course, he's been quiet. That's good. <laughs> about what's that's been good. going on lately. Well, obviously don't care about it, death or anyone who's had to deal with death in and the family. Look, her dad dying's very sad and yeah. it's terrible. And I never got to meet him. And I think we would have been great friends. But the fact that that she can joke about it and say, like, you know, he's been real quiet lately about all <laughs> this good. stuff that's going on. That's a good one. Because he's dead. He literally can't say anything. You know? I get it. So it's I get true. Yeah. It's true. And, and it's really funny. And those types of things, like, you have to, like, death isn't funny. But if you can joke about it, then it is funny. Yeah. You know? The rape's not funny unless you joke about it. Neither is pedophilia <laughs> or any of that kind of stuff. The things yeah, that are hi. morally grotesque. And that's what comedians do. They push the edge, right? They they make you think in a different way. They expand. To me, great comedians expand your knowledge of thinking about things from a different perspective. And honestly, I think that's why you see comedians to, to you know, a lot of them live to be so long, even though they do such terrible things is because they're able to uh, whatever laughter is the best medicine, so to speak. I think that it's great to, I also think it's good to be able to find a funny way of talking about things that are so terrible. I I think that that's good. It doesn't make the situation funny at all, Mm -hmm. but I think it's good to introduce some lighthearted, like there are, there are jokes that when I, you know, I know someone that died or whatever this year, like I'll have a Norm Macdonald joke, like pop up in my head and kind of just have a smirk on my face. Kind yeah. of, you know, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want that? And it's not as if you're going to take that joke and be like, oh, Norm Macdonald said it's funny for people to be murdered. I'm going to kill someone. Yeah. No, don't be an idiot. Okay. People yeah. got to be responsible for what they're going to do. If you're joking around about uh, trans people doesn't mean that you need to go be mean to trans people. I would never say anything mean to a trans person in front of them to their face. Ever. You got a little more sense than Yeah. That. Yeah, you got to do that stuff in private. <laughs> okay? You see? Jokes. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. They're fun, and it's not... I wouldn't even say anything in private, probably. It's just, you know, it's good to be able to joke about things, but we've taken... Not only are you talking about free speech here, 
you're taking about you're talking about speech that is literally meant to not be serious. Like you're not saying to seriously do anything or that something is seriously good or seriously bad. You're literally joking about things and you don't even you're saying it and you don't even mean it. And everyone is watching it because they know that you don't mean it. And that's why everyone's having fun and joking about it. And you can't even do that. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to talk about real stuff? You know, it bothers me. You go all the way past the normal speech and you go to the stuff that you know the things that people are saying that they're just saying it to be funny. Yeah. What are you going to do about real speech? Somebody in the live group alluded to this, but yeah, I, I call my own dad Lieutenant Dad because <laughs> he has no legs. Yeah. And every year for Christmas, I send him slippers. <laughs> I do. That's Because good. it's absolutely hilarious. And I went to um, a comedy special. <laughs> Joe, that was a Joe Bizzle. That, that was a good one. I went to um, I went to a comedy special a couple of weeks uh, yeah a couple of weeks ago now, and I sat up in front and I got picked on a lot. Uh, I was wearing a, a backwards hat, and apparently to the Gen Zers, that's a sign of being what's known as an F boy, like a mm. boy. And so I got picked on for that. Now I could have been really offended that she was making fun of me and people that look like me. Or I could have went along with it and laughed, and, and she was, it was just part of the show, and kind it was funny. Kind of like when Chappelle said that his problem was with white people. Right. They were making jokes about that. Now, you can do that because we're the oppressors, so like that's okay it, to make fun of the, to yeah. do that. But now the whole argument is over which group is actually the oppressed. Mm-hmm. And after looking at all this, I will say this is actually a little bit more of a white pill moment for me because I do think that the leftist ideology with all the social media and all the new technology that we have, I think the leftist ideology might be able to destroy itself faster than it has in the past. (laughs) Yeah. And so we might actually make it to the destruction of the ideology before all of the hundred million deaths. And so that's a good way to actually look at that, that this ideology put on display for everyone because so many millions of people have have watched this and thought it was funny. And they're obviously deep down, whether or not they want to admit it, they're okay with making these jokes. You know, they're totally fine with that. And so they know that they're okay with it. They know that the people criticizing or saying it should be taken down or whatever are crazy in their opinion. And that's going to change things. Maybe Dave Chappelle, maybe Joe Rogan, eventually they have this moment where they realize that this ideology, even if you want it to do good things, so you want to give the government power, say, or you want to give the collective power over other people, that even if you want that, that actually this is a very dangerous ideology and would not be good for people. Maybe, maybe all of this will bring that to the front of everyone's minds. And um, inside of this, they also, by the way, there's a list of demands. I started reading this and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, so... Um, the, the protesters put out a list of demands and, um, create, so content investment, create a new fund to specifically develop trans and non-binary talent. This fund should support both above the line and below the line talent. I don't even know what that means. Someone tell me what that means, please. The fund should exist in addition to the existing creative equity fund. Now, isn't that something? Where they already have a creative equity fund. Yes, they already have one, but they want their own. Mm-hmm. They want to fractionate themselves. This is what, as you alluded to, like they're going to eat their own sooner rather than later. 
It's yeah. gonna it's gonna happen quicker and quicker. What are you implying that it's bad to eat your own? I mean, <laughs> it's, those people are people too. I know. You know, it's I look at me, <laughs> the most transphobic, whitest guy you could see mm-hmm. right now. You're very white on camera right now. Yeah, so I can see the blood shining through your skin. It's it's yeah. It's the old uh, Indian outlaw in me. What else we got? Um, I'm half Cherokee and Choctaw. Increased investment in trans and non-binary content on Netflix comparable to the total investment in transphobic content. Someone look at the transphobic budget. We need to uh, match that budget with uh, trans and non-binary content on Netflix. <laughs> Whatever the, the transphobic content budget is, we need that. Just equal, by the way. I thought maybe they want to double like that, including marketing and promotion. Invest in multiple trans creators to make both scripted and unscripted programs. Revise internal processes on commissioning and releasing potential harmful, sensitive content included, but not limited to involving parties who are a part of the subject community and can speak to potential harm or consulting with third party experts and in any of the content that might have potentially harmful thing. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that that's in there too. Increase the ERG role in conversation. What's ERG? Someone tell me that. I don't know with all these stuff, what all the stuff is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know all their acronyms. Yeah. So, so higher trans non-binary content executives, especially BIPOC in leading positions. So we need trans and non-binary content executives, but not white people. Not white trans people, which means they agree with Dave Chappelle, <laughs> yeah. by the way, yeah. that those people are oppressive. <laughs> That's just one of the main points that Chappelle's making in the thing is that a, a, a trans person will use their whiteness whenever, whenever it suits them. That's one, necessary. Uh, one of the main things. So they want trans and non-binary content executives, uh, just, just people of color. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what we want. Cause not, not those white ones because they're higher up. Oh, then they also have. And, uh, and here's the thing. So we got to do this drawing, by the way. I know we got to do this yeah. drawing, but they're also they're going through this list, and a lot of things of what I see is like, for instance, eliminate references and imagery of transphobic titles, um, remove all this transphobic. Who decides what is transphobic? Mm-hmm. That's the real question. It's whatever does not conform to today's specific viewpoints on it, because there. There could be a time pretty soon that, I mean, the word trans could be, could be a word that you're not allowed to say anymore, you know, just not even say that. And people who say trans, well, there, look at these, look at these, uh, discriminatory bylaws they have. They've got the word trans in, in Netflix's mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you have no idea. You literally have no idea because every day the past is removed and forgotten and you've got a new dictionary that you have to go from. It's the world we live in, man. It's um, it's pretty crazy. All right, let me make sure I got everybody on here for the drawing. And as I as we mentioned in the beginning, if you guys want to be part of these random uh, gift cards that we decide to give away whenever we want to, because that's the premise of this show, whenever we want to, then go sign up at uh, goodmorningliberty.locals.com. And uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that you have to do that i'm just saying if you want to be part of the live group you should go do that i think i have everybody in there and so now it is happening and also um my mom is in this group so i am going to have nate look at this for whenever i press enter okay 
in case my mom wins and people are like, oh, you cheated. I am watching. So, and I don't like is. your mom. So, <laughs> that's here a joke. You guys remember jokes? Mm hmm. All right. All right. So, I've got the spreadsheet with everybody on there, and I'm doing this randomizer here, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, everyone, um, wait one. Charlie's going to break open the code. Hang on. I've got to fix this real quick. Why don't you tell them about uh, everything else that's going on? Yeah, so make sure you go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Of course, all of you listening, you need to sign up on betterhelp.com slash GML, by the way, because we're all going to go nuts if we don't do it. Okay. If you are having a hard time listening to this podcast because there's so much craziness in it, maybe talking to someone on BetterHelp would be a good idea. I think it would be a good idea. You can get a licensed therapist directly just whatever it is that you need. You can pick the person. If you don't like that person, go to another person, okay? Text through there, message on the app, call, video calls, all sorts of stuff on BetterHelp. All right, way cheaper than a normal therapist at a at a, at a regular building where you've got to go somewhere. It's ridiculous to have to go somewhere, okay? Just get on your phone and do it. Get on your, get on your laptop and do it, all right? So go to betterhelp.com slash GML. And we did end up doing it after, we did end up doing it after the ad. Like right, was suggested it. earlier. Did you make sure it works? Uh, yep. Got okay. It. Here we go. 13 is Tenacious Nick D. Tenacious D wins it. And I did confirm. That is, it said 13, which uh, Tenacious D was number 13 on there. Can anybody see this? Um. Oh, yeah, there is a camera right there. Let me see. Let's uh, Let's put that right here. That was the randomizer, number 13. On the camera. How do I do this? This is weird. Randomizer comes out with number 13, and that is Tenacious Nick D. Wow, this is a very sexist drawing that we're doing right now. Yeah, two. What's up with that? Two ladies. Now, what are the odds? Mm -hmm. What what are the odds of that happening? That's something (laughs) to think about, you know? Yeah. So the other girls in the group. I mean, you, you're probably up next. <laughs> exactly. You want to keep listening. They do most of the spending anyway in the economy. So that's <laughs> all right. It's that's, uh, that's why we did it. It's two fifty eight. Charlie, sign us off. I do got to go. So Nicole, uh, Nate will be sending that to you uh, <laughs> shortly. Thanks, Nate. Because I got to hop yeah. off of here. But really, uh, really enjoyed today. I really enjoyed today's show. Yeah. So I know everyone else did. So you should uh, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit that follow button on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. Share the show with a friend, an enemy, and the children. If you guys do all of those things, uh, y'all spread the message. Get more people in here. We really appreciate it. Do all of that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.